Alright, hi everyone. Hi. This is, this is Alex. And this is John. For those of you who don't recognise our voices, we've seen just an unfortunate amount. I thought we had very distinctive voices. Well, no, because our voices are apparently exactly the same <laughs> um, to Americans, which is yeah. maybe we shouldn't feel worried about yeah. anything ever again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're here to review um, Logan, which was the, the the final Wolverine movie starring Hugh Jackman, uh, which I feel like is an important asterisk because it will probably not be the final Wolverine movie ever and definitely not the final X-Men movie Maybe ever. they'll get someone that actually looks like the comic character <gasps> next time. Oh time. my god! I know, oh shots god. fired. We're I, really getting into this. I do actually remember there was an anecdote of Hugh Jackman who, yeah. you, you know how it's kind of, it's been in vogue for a little bit for uh, celebrities who play characters to cosplay the characters at conventions because they're kind of hiding in yeah. plain sight, especially someone like, say, Tom Holland. He can yeah. wear like a spider mask and no one knows it's him. Yeah. Um, and Wolverine, and uh, Hugh Jackman when yeah. as Wolverine to Comic Con and got told by several irate Comic Con goes that he was too tall uh, for Wolverine. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you, Comic Con. I love you, insane fans. Which is great. Like, yeah. though, while accurate, like you know, I'm sure if they'd known it was Hugh Jackman, they probably yeah. wouldn't have said so to his face. Um, but yeah, we're gonna like full disclosure. We're definitely gonna get into. I like um, to think there's sport. one obsessive fan that would have still said it. I don't care. You would <laughs> oh, have told sure. the movies as well. For sure. Um, but we're gonna get into some spoilers, and I don't know if we'll yeah. end up spoiling the ending. Ending, but it's definitely meant to be a comprehensive look All at right, the movie. So, so, have you seen the movie Children of Men? Um, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so if you've seen that, you probably know spoilers for Logan. Yeah. So, yeah. like, well, without spoilers, it was really, really good. It's kind of yeah. like. If you've seen Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, very reminiscent of that. Yeah. Um, very reminiscent of The Last of Us to the point where Hugh Jackman looks like Joel from The Last of Us and he's taking care of a roughly 11-year-old girl who, you know, is like Ellie. Um, and then also, yeah. like, Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, I was, I will just say, because Alex loved it, everyone loved it, and mm. I was like, that was a very good movie. Yeah. I didn't like that it was grimdark, because I don't like my superhero movies like that. Mm. I'm just like, bring on Guardians too, but I'm still saying it was still a very oh, good yeah. movie. Yeah. All right. Well, let's well let's start from right. the top down. So right, your gonna, thoughts first. We're going to freaking spoil stuff up. Yes. Now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you've been you've you've had all reasonable warnings. Exactly. Seriously. You're listening to a podcast review. Of course, we're going to talk about the content of the movie. Exactly. Um. Okay. So, um, my thoughts. I yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, some guy on the internet pointed out that it does follow the plot of the movie Children of Men. Like, <laughs> yeah. Really close. A little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Little bit. Um. It's like it's set in this really bleak future where mm. basically there are no more mutants, as we find out, because the government's been contaminating the water supply and all the other stuff. Yeah. Although um, that's revealed very, very late in the movie. I very, think. very late. Very minor. And so I f- it's like yeah. there's no mutants being born. Um. Lo- Wolverine is dying, and one of the interesting points you made after the film was that it assumed a lot of your knowledge it didn't sort of hit you over the head with exposition. Mm. So yeah, which was an interesting take on it. Um. Mm. Because I think it's like because um they're quite um oblique on what's actually killing him but you kind of put the dots together yeah exactly it's because i've read death of wolverine and you haven't because mm. based in death of wolverine he's lost his healing factor and his skeleton is killing him mm. you know with the adamantium and it's like um but it's like all the sort of the reality of having like powers like wolverines is like you know the skeleton mm. only works because his healing factor keeps him glued together yeah. otherwise he'd die and that's kind of what's happening is you've got grizzled mm. old and you know it's really sick wolverine who's not healing properly anymore yeah um, yeah, so that part, that was, um, quite bleak, but I think it's like, Professor X does deserve better, and I think that's the grim darkness of it. Yeah, that was interesting. It was interesting, because mm. it's like, Professor X is basically senile and old, and you, you point out that it's essentially lifted a little bit from old man Logan, mm. so, I don't know what the, the, how canon this film actually is, I really just it's, don't know where it's... To- Really interesting because um, yeah. I've had some interviews with James Mangold, the director and yeah. the co-writer, and Hugh Jackman, yeah. obviously, and basically they're kind of 
input of yeah. is it canon was kind of like uh if you want it to be like there are some oblique references to um to like the statue of liberty which is the from the first x-men movie yeah um but at the same time yeah. what i what i really liked about it and it really reminded me of the dark nine actually in this regard is that you could come to it cold like you could even mm. if you hadn't seen any other x-men movies yeah like say the same way the dark knight you didn't have to see batman begins or know any other batman movies you could sit down and watch it and you would understand everything that's happening. So when Wolverine says, like, yeah. oh, the Statue of yeah. Liberty was a long time ago, like, if you're an X-Men movie fan, you know yeah. he's referring to that movie, yeah. possibly, but yeah. at the same time, it could be a very, like, you know, metaphorical, like, well, there's no more Statue of Liberty kind of, you know, like, this isn't that yeah. kind of America anymore. So I think it was just that sort of, while it was an excellent movie, the sort of the fact that, you know, Wolverine is, like, sick and dying and mm. filled with regrets and... and not quite bitter, but mm. not, maybe bitter, maybe. Oh, I think he's not, not bitter, he's just disappointed. Yeah, dis- There's disappointed. a lot of disappointment like, in the movie. Like all of us in our 30s. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in our 200 Yeah, I think there was just like, there's a sort of, uh, while, while you could tell Patrick Stewart is just having the time of his friggin' life, mm. being like, I'm, being a, I'm a crazy old man. No, I can swear it was Professor X. <laughs> Yay! It's like, yeah. he's clearly just enjoying, he gets to yell at Wolverine yeah. and be basically an asshole, and yeah. he gets to wet his pants, you can tell he's having the time yeah. of his friggin' life. Um, I felt like it was, a, it's, the characters deserve better. In the context of Old Man Logan, you basically, mm. you were telling me that the backstory is basically that Wolverine killed a lot of the X-Men. Yeah, I, of, I really, well, sorry, go on and I'll tell you my that, thoughts about the comic that, later. That's where that sort of sets up and this film mm. basically hints and it doesn't explain that there aren't really X-Men because Professor X's brain murdered them all. Yeah, and or at least some of them. That's yeah. why we're all off on a farm somewhere being cranky and insane. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very, um, it's a very dark, um, yeah. set up and I think for me it's like when the moment it's like um, when they meet that family on the road oh, yeah. I was like you guys are all gonna die yeah I saw you that realize I the like, kind of movie this is I was I was yeah, usually because yeah. I thought oh, like are they really gonna go there like I'm like I know at least one of these family members will die yeah. but are they really gonna kill the whole family and it's like oh yes and how like well, you know? it was mean spirited it's like it's Jesus. like it's like Professor X is like mm. let's just have a night Logan let's just have a oh, nice no. night and he's just like that was the best night I've had in a long oh, time oh no why did Wolverine go at some point hey you know if we go with those people you realize they're all gonna die well, like, he, he did say that as much essentially he's like the longer we stay here like the massively high chance something bad is gonna like, happen and like who cares I don't want to have a proper dinner <laughs> no. who cares it was, um, it was very effective though pulling my heartstrings because I was like oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like just, it was just don't it was like a horror movie just don't don't stop at that farm yeah, don't, no. they're all gonna die yeah. and you're not gonna feel better about yourself no. after this it's no. like I'm sorry the more I think about the weird that fucking answer. No, no, that's all right. Um, but yeah, you have thoughts on Old Man Logan. Yeah, so, well, sorry, I should yep. say, um, I've, I, so I'm, I'm a big fan of Movie Bob, who's a guy on YouTube and he has a great website, but he does a lot of really insightful comic book and movie analysis. So I tend to, I watch a lot of his videos, so I'll mention when I've pulled an idea from him because I don't want to claim credit for ideas that I haven't taken myself. Um, but what I thought was really good about the movie, Logan, um, was that it was... Like, it could only work with with the exact, like, set of specific context that it's been made yeah. in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it could only work with that character. So, yeah. um, Movie Boy mentioned that he, he thought it was a good movie, but he doesn't want... He's worried that the, um, the superhero cottage industry is going to learn all the wrong lessons from it and then be like, oh, now... Like, there was a survey today published on comic resources where it's like, half of comic book movie watchers want the movies to be rated R, and it's like, no, it's not the... Like, like it's not the R rating that makes the movie. It's that the movie... Mm. Is, is suitable enough to be to be R rated if you know what I mean? I and think like, it, look, it's like mm. I feel like if um I um well sorry R is MA in Australia. It is, it is. But I think the Marvel movies have enough common sense. So oh yeah, they're going to be fine, and they'll they'll be fine. But I, I just imagine DC being like, we don't understand. 
Deadpool was light and funny and everyone loved that. But Logan was dark and everyone loved that. What do we do? Like, I don't know. I, um, oh, I'll God. be I'll yeah. be up front that I um it's like well obviously the the DC movies are train wrecks. <laughs> uh, has there been a good one? Like Ah, uh, no. And it's like they've already they, they did <laughs> Dark they did, Dark Knight was good and Dark Knight Rises was definitely okay. I I look I enjoyed yeah, yeah I enjoyed Dark yeah. Knight Rises. It's not it's not the Dark Knight but what How is? does Batman die? Nuclear explosion. Yeah. Um, why not? Why not? <laughs> why, why not? Although I haven't kind of been able to take it seriously since someone pointed out to me the similarities between it and the Adam West Batman movie where it contains Batman running around with a bomb saying some days you just can't get rid of a bomb which is essentially yeah. what happens in The Dark Knight Rises. I hope someone dubbed that that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think the, the base like, DC can't really fuck up their movies anymore so oh. it's like it's what you're saying is you're worried it'll become gritty stuff. The Marvel no. movies will be fine. DC can't like once we get R-rated DC superhero movies great at least the breasts will distract me oh, you no. know that's like no. that's the best that's I think um, that's the outcome and I actually don't really like the X-Men movies with some exceptions. Yeah. The X-Men movies are a weird bunch because, yeah. um, again, as we were pointing out... I like, will you, say that the, yeah. the first one is sort of, for its time, it's yeah. just like what you just... The perfect superhero yeah. you know, kicked everything off. Yeah. I really... It's like, I really just don't... not very fond of them. I like occasionally I enjoy... I like Days of Future Past mm. was okay. But to me, they, they're a very solid okay. Well, I at think... best. Yeah, I think... Um, well, as I, sorry, as I was saying, Movie Bob pointed out this really interesting idea, like the fact that Hugh Jackman is in this... Except Deadpool, which is yeah. perfect. <laughs> Hugh, Jackman point, Hugh Jackman is in this really weird position of, like, he's a big star because of Wolverine. Like, you know, he's a talented guy, but without Wolverine, Hugh Jackman wouldn't have the, the yeah. main power of Hugh Jackman. Yeah. But he's only ever really been a star when he's Wolverine. Like, he's not like, say, you know... Um, he hasn't gone beyond that role to be like, you know, it's Hugh Jackman, all these other things. Like, say, Robert Downey Jr. is, you know, is Tony Stark, but he's also very, like, you know, well-known without Tony Stark now. Um, but the weird irony of Hugh Jackman being known for Wolverine and only being a big star when he's Wolverine, but Wolverine has never really been in any fantastic movies. Like, yeah. um, like I still like yeah. X-Men 2, and I think Days of Future Past is great. Well, the but, first class, I, first I really class loved it. He has a little cameo in that. Yeah, yeah. and it's, I think also... The, you got to be in a good movie, finally. Yay! <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, I mean, so... <laughs> So it was nice that they, he finally got to be in a good movie. Yeah. But I, I think, um, I think the reason why Logan as a movie works so well is because Wolverine as a character, like, you can tell that kind of story, but because of his healing factor, because he gets old, um, and I think also because of the real world context of, you know, Hugh Jackman and even the seemingly ageless, you know, uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And still, they still are 17 years older than they were when they started doing this. And yeah. I think, um, yeah. like I would mention to see when people, you know, who are younger than us watch it, watch it in the future, whether they'll have that same kind of impact, because for me, it was quite moving just because it was that kind of realization of like, you know, your heroes, mm. you know, I mean, not that I've ever been, mm. I like Wolverine a lot. I wouldn't yeah. say I'm a huge Wolverine fan, yeah, but I like so him I'm in a the lot. same position. Um, I think he's, a, he's okay. Yeah. Like I, weirdly enough, I don't have any Wolverine solo books, but I have a lot of books with Wolverine in you them. You do, you've got the Wolverine Claremont. Oh, one. sorry, I have the Wolverine Claremont one. Which we like, the Frank Miller Claremont collaboration, which is fantastic. Yeah. Wolverine grows over the course yeah, of it. Holy yeah. shit. And I think, yeah, yeah. um, and I think, the, well, yeah. sorry, to, to finish yeah. my succinct thoughts, basically the fact yeah. that like you're watching the movie and Jackman is actually older than he was and it kind of, it yeah. kind of lets you be like, oh wow, you know, like it, he's aging and it's that kind of story you never really get in the comics. Um, and I think there's that closure at the end of the movie that, similar mm. to The Dark Knight Rises, that it'll, it'll, 
it'll never happen that same way in the comics because even though Wolverine dies in the comics, even though he's dead now, yeah. he's never going to be dead in the same way that, like, you know, Hugh Jackman dying as Wolverine will have that same kind of impact. I love the I really, I love the mm. Wolverine's dead at the moment. It's yeah. Great. And it's, look, it's refreshing. And that's good, like, yeah. in terms of character stuff, but you yeah. know eventually he will come back, even if it's 10 years from now. Yeah. He'll, like, they brought Jean Grey back, even though it's not the same Jean Grey, there's still Jean Grey, you know? You like, can't kill Jean Grey. No, seriously, man. Exactly. Yeah, we, we've tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's this really kind of weird, poignant feeling that you can only get from a movies with being like, this guy who used to play this hero is now too old to play this hero, and so he's had this last movie where, you know, he kind of goes out for his last ride. Where, of course, he dies at the end. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's really incredible, and it's, it's one of those things I think they did really well to use for their medium of film that they wouldn't yeah. be able to use in a, in a comic book or anything like that, and I think it's what, what is better than the Old Man Logan comic, which, again, like a lot of Mark Millar comics, the first time you read it, you go, wow, that was great, and then you think about it and go, no, that was stupid, because... Well, I think the yeah. perspective I have on... Mm. We did our adaptation podcast, and I read the book about Superman yeah. adaptations, which was fascinating and very gossipy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Supergirl hit a tree, <laughs> not the, on, the, on the wires. Uh, the thing I took away is it seems like the executives got, like, an idea in their head, mm. and, like, this is the thing, and the, the scripts would go through drafts, that idea would be sort of threading through it. And one of the big things threading through was Death and Return of Superman. Mm, yeah. Um, and it's like that seems to have finally, some somewhere a Dark Knight oh, Returns yeah. screenplay and somewhere uh, Death and Return of Superman kind of were just smooshed together yeah. and made Batman versus Superman. I um, I feel like the thing executives have mm. discovered and not the sort of Marvel guys because they're just they're on top of this shit. Yeah. Because um, it's Disney and it's like they're, they're mm. just, they're, they're very good at what well, they do. Without generalizing too much, Kevin Feige has, sounds like he has actually read the comics. So when he's pulling oh bits from God. comics, like Iron Man 3 pulls a little bit from Fractions Run, but it pulls just enough and a bit from Extremis and yeah. it, it makes like a whole movie that's its own thing with a little bit of flourishes that they've gone, oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Whereas DC just seems to be like, wasn't Death and Return of Superman really well selling? Use yeah, because we can came like, out. No, it was terribly no, no, received. They like, the costume <laughs> was awful. So it's like, let's just put him in just all black because yeah, that's yeah. what they liked about it. Oh, I know. I know. I know. It's like, it's just studio executives, right? Am yeah. I right? Um, the same reason they want to put Venom in Spider-Man 3. It's like, don't kids love Venom? It's like, well, I don't, we don't really have a story to tell with Venom. I said, put Venom in this film. And like, Sandman together. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And with James, with more James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, what happens for me is like with this, um, I feel like the zeitgeist is like they've worked out that they can do a story about killing the hero. Like they've mm. just bumped off Superman. They've just done the Wolverine one. Yeah. I feel like that's actually the trend because I have a weird feeling while Tom Holland is such a spectacular Spider-Man. <laughs> I, f- I think they're going to bump him off. I have no. a feeling like Miles Morales is in the pipeline no. and they want to oh. do an adaptation of the death of e- Peter Parker. Eventually. Very yeah. eventually. But I think, yeah. I thought, I thought Logan was, um, was really interesting because it addresses, it, it was the first, it's the first movie I think to address the whole idea that actors will get too old for their roles. Mm. Um, because, like, you know, the superhero boom kind of started and it hasn't really stopped. Not like and the Star Trek movies. Yeah, no, that's the thing. And yeah. like, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's, it's just kind of, you know, like, because the X-Men were kind of so early on the scene, they're the first kind of franchise to be affected by it and they've had this I'm really kind of interested to see where they go where they've kind of to fix their problem they've had to go back in time and kind of using as the first movie is set in 2000 as canon so probably the next X-Men movie we're going to get is going to be a big young sh- bunch of young teens in the 1990s which is kind I of really like, love this. which is insane it's great it's great that like the X-Men movies are now just being set in the past because that's the only way to kind of deal with it oh, but, I, but oh, like, I, I'm sorry yeah. but just an X-Men movie set in the 90s I know only if they somehow have the balls we, to give us 90s costumes I know somehow we more have belts <laughs> more <laughs> belts but like I think I think Logan was a really interesting way of dealing with the fact that yeah the stars are going to get old and they won't be able to play the roles and I'd be really interested to see yeah because because I think the X Men movies are kind of a weird hodgepodge of everything and their continuity is 
you know, again, kind of like, I'm rather affectionate that their continuity isn't shit and all yeah. over the place like kind of comics. It's kind yeah. of endeared them to me a little bit, but, um, like, Marvel's so perfect and streamlined. I don't know what they're going to do when Robert Downey Jr. eventually, like, either they don't want to pay him anymore or he gets too old for it, you know. Holograms. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone else going off target. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so I'll be really interested to see where they go with that because at some point it has, they have to hand over. And I think that's what I'm, that's what I'm most excited for in comic book movies coming up is the sense of um, impermanence is that not everything's going to stick around. I, I and that's feel, what I thought Logan well, did really well is that it dealt with the fact that like in this universe, that story is done. I do feel that's like, it. well, well, of course Alex doesn't read single issues, but I've noticed mm. that no, I'm so convinced it is like, like my conspiracy theory essentially that's like, because the, because they, mm. the, because of the rights to X-Men are with Fox, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. Um, that's why it's like everyone's in comics like, Hey, let's not talk about the X-Men. What about these inhumans? Ooh. Or let's not even publish a fantastic four comic. Yeah. I do feel like it, the cross media part of it does drive that. And there's yeah. been a lot of experimentation with replacing heroes or even having mm. multiple friggin' versions that like there's, there are yeah. several Captain Americas right well, now. Well, yeah. Well, as, um, I think, yeah. um, well, sorry. Again, again, to go to movie Bob, he basically said, and yeah. I would agree with him that yeah. a lot of Marvel comics is at the moment is basically just a, a kind of a testing zone to let writers try out cool stuff, and Which then if, if, it, if it sounds good, yeah. get we'll, we'll put it in the movie. So I, yeah, I wouldn't like say it's a Lady Iron Man at the moment. Isn't yeah, there? yeah, 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 Riri. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so much that like I don't think it's a conspiracy to try and like steal X Men back from. Um, Fox or whatever, as some, not saying you, but some people have, sense, yeah. some people have suggested because, you know, like, I mean, like, um, Marvel keeps publishing Deadpool omnibuses. They public, they just published another one. They published like three last year. Um, and like, they're not making the Deadpool movies, but they know those books will sell. So yeah. obviously, um, I think it's less kind of Marvel trying to kill the X-Men in their comics and more just trying to, obviously, cause the Inhumans are going to come yeah. up in the Marvel live action series. They want to yeah. have those Inhuman books to kind of, um, to kind of sell. So I think they're definitely doing that, but I don't think there's any kind of, crazy conspiracy against the X-Men because they still have like they'll have like another they'll have like five books when they all get relaunched shortly plus Deadpool will have one uh, we'll, we'll, like Laura as what Wolverine what was the Greg Rucker one we read like in the future with corporations Lazarus Lazarus yeah, like yeah. why is there not country Disney because they're clearly good at this shit <laughs> yes everyone has to wear mouse ears <laughs> yes the Mickey pledge and allegiance. smile the Mickey yeah. I um, pledge allegiance to the mouse <laughs> yes um but yeah. if, you, if, you, if you'll indulge me, I'll take a quick detour on why I think the Old Man Logan comic is bad compared yes. to the to the movie. And I think May that, I guess that it's because it's written by Mark Miller? Yeah, well, it, I, look, I think Mark Miller can write really well, and he has, he, like, he writes really well. It's just his stories are kind of terrible, if you know what I mean. Like, I can read his books. Like, I'm not like, this prose is terrible. It's just that I'm like, this is weird and kind of awful in a way. And I think... Like, the idea of, like, oh, all the heroes teaming up and, like, beating the, beating the villain, like, yeah. beating, sorry, all the villains teaming up, beating the heroes, and Logan's the only one left. Yeah. Um, and the fact that the, the plot is literally ripped straight from Unforgiven in the terms of, like, you've, have you seen Unforgiven? Ah, uh, the movie? It's, a, it's the Gene Hackman one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but basically, like, Logan is living on a farm with his three kids and his wife is dead, which is exactly the setup of, like, um, yeah. Unforgiven. And then he goes away to do a job and he comes back and his kids are dead, like Unforgiven. And then he goes on a road trip with his best friend, who is now Hawkeye instead of Morgan mm. Freeman. Um, but the reason they obviously couldn't do it in the movie, apart from the fact that no one really wants to see a Venom Tyrannosaurus Rex, which would kind of break the Western reality of it. it <laughs> John's face right now is, <gasps> which is, it's kind of crazy, but it's a, it's one of those I things that it. I think it only kind of, 
really sticks in comics, it wouldn't yeah. work great in a live action movie, not with the kind of tone that That's they were true, trying to go Transformers for. That's true, because Transformers actually had robot dinosaurs and stuff, I fucked that up. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well done, Michael Bay. But also the fact that Fox yeah. doesn't have rights to any, a lot of the wider Marvel Universe yeah. stuff, yeah. which is what makes Old Man Logan, like, you know, kind of, like, so poignant in some ways, you know, like, Logan fights the Red Skull, who had previously killed Captain America. Obviously, as, fu- as, that's interesting, as yeah. fun as that is, yeah. in the comic, it was never going to happen in the movie, because... Yeah. They can't, and like it would be again lame to kind of see Logan face off against Magneto for the billionth time. I in the guess movies. I feel like that, like that joke in in Deadpool where they've got Colossus and mm. Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and it's like we can only afford two X Men. Yeah, yeah. Um, was, it, yeah. It, it, old Logan felt that way for yeah. me in a way because it's like he just had like, well, here's Charles Xavier and there's Caliban. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, yeah. And that's it. And we're going to yeah. introduce X twenty three and yeah, do it yeah. really well because mm. very different um, from the way we've seen her in the comics. Yeah. But yeah, that was actually because she's a bit of a fan favourite. Yeah. And if you ever played Marvel vs. Capcom mm. because the fan service <laughs> in that game is ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah. I, look, I think, I think, um, I think that, look, I don't think the comic's bad by any means, but the difference between Logan movie and Logan comic is a lot like, for me, the Civil War movie and the Civil War comic, and that it basically takes what is a pretty solid idea, like, Wolverine, because of his kind of loner status, um, naturally lends himself to those kind of both Western and Ronin-style tales, which is obviously why he's, appeared, why he's appeared as both a samurai and kind of a Western-style yeah. dude in the comics, and now in movies as well. Yeah. Because he's got that, you know, there's so much, if you know your movie history, there's so much shared DNA between the lone swordsman and the lone gunman. Yeah. Um, and so I think, like, that's why it's such a great idea to be like, what if Wolverine was Clint East, old Clint Eastwood in Unforgiven? Like, yes, amazing idea. But Mark Millar's execution is a little over the top, and it feels particularly over the top when he's the final boss is the inbred descendants of Bruce Banner. Like, that's just a weird... Like, I know... I think, like, it's meant to be a weird callback to, like, Wolverine fighting the Hulk as, like, his first kind of, like, encounter. But it's just one that doesn't thematically kind of fit well, um, I think. Death of Wolverine has him sort of finally take out the Doctor that that created him. Um, Because you haven't read it yet, have you? No, but I'm I'm aware of, like, the the context It's really good because I feel like the movie draws on movie Wolverine and his legacy, Mm. but the... Well, like, there's no Jean Grey or anything like that. Yeah. The comic did a really good job of like pulling back to everyone that's still alive. Mm. But like, there was a battle with Sabretooth. Yeah. Um, there was Viper, his ex-wife. Oh yeah. Um, there was even Kitty Bride, and um, there's that there's that ghost that Japanese samurai ghost dude that Wolverine fights. Oh with. yes, yeah, 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 with the devil mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like they it, it all felt quite. It was actually really pulling mm. all that together along with the adamantium and the Doctor who created him. Mm. It was, and I love when. Uh, when Wolverine dies at the end of it, you know, the doctor basically says, oh, you're just an animal, what have you ever done? Mm. And there's this little montage of, like, Wolverine. Oh, that's nice. Because he had a re- the point was he actually had a really full life, like, from, you know, from, like, being a spy to fighting, mm. in, fighting in wars to being an X-Man mm. to the women he's been with, you know, and his great loves mm. to um, becoming a teacher, becoming yeah. a leader. And it was like, oh, that was actually really beautiful. Yeah, I think um, one of my favourite kind of end of Wolverine moments is... um in Jason Aaron's uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, where he yeah. kind of, you know, it's like, I often, I was very cynical about that book when it started, because it felt very much kind of like a, hey, wouldn't it be great if we could sell more X-Men comics? And Wolverine's in charge now, you know, but Jason yeah. Aaron is a really good writer, and he, he really took to the he task really of um, yeah. kind of being like, you know, it's not about Wolverine leading the X-Men, it's about Wolverine trying to become a teacher and trying to, you know, like, better himself. And the last, the last um, issue... Wolverine and roles that you see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The last issue is all about, like, way in the future, and it's, like, Wolverine just kind of, you know, him going about his day as, like, the, the grand, kind of the, the, like, the, um, the emeritus, like, headmaster of, oh, you know, the wow. school. And then at the end of the day, he got, like, kind of looks at his 
hand and goes, oh, I went a whole day without popping them. And, like, it's kind of like that little victory to him that he managed... He's he's built himself a life where he went a whole day without popping his claws and he could help everyone. Yeah. It was, like, just... It's just a super oh, nice... Really beautiful. Yeah, and it's it's a super nice way. Yeah. And I love how... um It's it's good how, like, this one and Logan... Because they kind of just say, well, this happens at the end of Wolverine's life. Like, yeah. everything that happens in between, you yeah. know, kind of at the end, like, that still happens. So even if somehow, you know, like, they manage to get Hugh Jackman back for another X-Men movie or whatever, you still know there's, like, that, you know, that, that redemptive kind of ending for him yeah. at the end of Logan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, I, I, I really, really like the movie. I think... Um, I think a lot of the emotional impact had to do with um, the context, and it reminded me. Spoilers mm. for Metal Gear Solid Four, which is something might surprise you, but it reminded me a lot mm. of Metal Gear Solid Four because yeah, definitely a lot of the poignancy of Metal Gear Solid. And I, I and I say this having only played the series over like you know a month, I can't even imagine how it would have felt having played it over like twenty years. Really, you played it over a month. Yeah, I played the whole series start to finish in a month. Yeah. That's insane. When I was between when I was between jobs, as it were. Um, so that's, that's also I was I was waiting jobs. for my, I was waiting for my new job to start. By the way, I okay, good. Um, but yeah, so I just kind of yeah. played it all in one go, and it was yeah. it. Metal Gear Solid Four works so well because it you could play it standalone and you would you would enjoy it. Um, but it pulls on all the history and everything that's come up to that point to kind yeah. of create like a uh, an ending that's more than the sum of its parts. You know, so like it, you've just got all that all that like the, you've played the previous three games. You've just got all that weight of background knowledge and yeah. kind of emotion with Snake. So when you know Snake's talking to to Big Boss right at the end, and they say you know like. Um, like, I was so reminded when, at the end, when Wolverine dies, it reminded me of that bit in Metal Gear Solid 4 where, um, yeah. you know, Big Boss is like, you know, there's only, you know, there can only ever be one snake, and he goes, no, the world will be better off without snakes. Like, it's that kind of, you know, like, we're dying, but we've helped people, but it's kind of good that we're dead, because yeah. the world is better off without people who have to do this kind of thing. And well, I thought- the world's definitely better off without <laughs> Big Boss, because he did some really fucked <laughs> yeah, up shit. he did, he did. Well, no, but at least- Alright we- guys, we're gonna form a country, <laughs> just for soldiers. Yeah, so, and Wolverine, the, sorry, Logan reminded yeah. me a lot of that, because yeah. it's that kind of, you know, like, um, he know a lot like Snake in yeah. um, Metal Gear Solid 4, he knows yeah. that he's dying, and he's yeah. kind of like, I have X amount of time left, and I, you know, and at some point, like, Snake, he kind of decides yeah. that he's going to, he may as well do something worth his time. Yeah. Um, so, I, I felt it was really kind of poignant and lovely. And it, look, uh, it was a kick to kind of see, you know, Wolverine's claws finally do the damage that they've been not showing them doing. I feel like that was really important as well, because mm. there's the consequences of violence bit. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, mean, I think, I, I think Hugh Jackman, you know, he's not an Oscar-winning actor by any means, but he's, he's really good at Wolverine. I yeah. think he, I think he really sold that kind of like, you know, world weariness. And even when he doesn't want to pick up X-23, it's kind of like, you know, you, you get the feeling maybe he doesn't want to pick her up because he feels, yeah. he feels like he'll fail her. Not so much that he doesn't care about her. It's just that, you know, like he's tried to help so many people yeah. and it's ended always so badly. Like, you know, what, what's the point? She's just going to end up dead. And I love that. Like the ending is yeah. kind of him being like, you know, he, he is a good person. And I love the, um, I love the kind of the, it, it's one of those things where a little bit like, it might sound a bit weird, but a bit like yeah. Starship Troopers and that, like, right. um, yeah. like the, the base level is Wolverine fighting an evil version of himself. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, on a base level, that works fine. But the actual deeper level of, like, Wolverine is fighting the animalistic version of himself to kind of save the younger good version of himself. Like, that's a, that works on such a great level. And the fact that, you know, like, yeah. the way he beats that one is because he t- tries to take care of kids and it takes all of them together to beat, like, the bad animalistic side of Wolverine. Yeah. That, like, you know, that's a wonderful kind of, you know, um, affirmation of, you know, even though he tried to struggle through all these things throughout his life, mm. and they, it all kind of failed at some points, like, 
at, at the end of the day, yep. it's that kind of concept of community sticking together and looking after each other, especially yeah, yeah. as outcasts. That will kind of, you know, yeah. you'll eventually, you'll eventually be set, sawn through, even uh, if it, you know, costs yeah. you your life. So I thought that was a really, like, a really great ending. And it was good mm. because yeah. if you weren't looking for it and you just wanted a good, like, satisfying action ending, it's there. But if you want to read a bit deeper, I felt like the kind of thematic commentary on, you know, like Wolverine was, was really effective. Mm, and I mm. think, you know, and again, the fact that Wolverine, uh, Wolverine, the fact that Logan's played this, uh, the fact that Hugh Jackman has played James, Logan, yeah. yeah, has played yeah. this character for so long kind of adds mm. to, you know, the like, yeah. you can, you can believe he's weary of it, like, cause he's yeah. like, I've been doing this for 17 years, like, and like, you know, a couple of those movies weren't I, great and he I, knows I, I want to see Old Man West now with Adam West finally reprising <laughs> yeah. Batman. Yeah, or Dark Knight Returns with Adam West. I would love that so much. Because <laughs> I've always felt that Adam West is actually the scariest Batman because, you know, <laughs> if a guy's in tactical gear and body armour, then that's okay. He's prepared for this. It's just a guy in that freaking costume in oh, a no. dark alley. <laughs> that's like a Garth Ennis character right there. So yeah, it is. Hey. Really, it's like what, how oh, dangerous God. animals wear the brightest colours. Yeah, I would love to see Garth Ennis writes Batman 66. Oh that my God. Would, that yes. would be fantastic. What's wrong, chum? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I, th- I thought... I thought it was really good. I definitely think, um, even if you're, it's one of those great yeah. movies, a bit like how Winter Soldier, um, or even Guardians of the Galaxy kind of, because of their genre that they are in, you don't have to be a comic book fan. Like if you yeah. say, Hey, do you like kind of espionage action movies? Watch Winter Soldier. You don't need any context. Like most people could still enjoy that. And same with Guardians. It's like, Hey, do you like sci-fi and fun? Watch Guardians. You don't need to know the wider mm. context. And Wolverine's the same. It's like, do you like Westerns? Do you like noir? Kind of a combination of both. Do you like beer? Do yeah. you like TV? Do you like bearded men? You know, like yeah. being, you know, like angry. I'm so angry. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's <laughs> I like, it I'm, really I'm upfront. It's a really good movie. Mm. I guess like it's not, wasn't to my taste because mm. just because it was too like, oh, I feel like there's something so goofy about superheroes or something incredibly immature about trying to make them too mature. I Look, I agree with you 100%. Yep. And I think Wolverine, along with maybe Batman and I'm trying to think oh, what I want to say Punisher but even then he's not a superhero maybe like Wolverine and Batman are about the only two characters that mm. because of the nature of their powers and their like the context of their creation yeah. that they can they can they can wedge yes. a little grey yes. and I think that's that works really well so yeah you definitely couldn't have like you know Scott and like have a Cyclops movie where Cyclops is down and out in his luck and you know he's trying to like he's angry because that doesn't work for someone like yeah. Cyclops but yeah. I feel like for Wolverine like he's because of, because of the, the way his character's been built yeah, yeah. it is possible to have this kind of movie but yeah. I agree like if I think, but I think that's the reason why it works is that Mangold and Jackman have kind of been like, they don't want to be like, hey guys, Wolverine is serious. Yeah. He's serious business guys. It's just kind of like, yeah. hey, we want to tell a story about an old guy and who's retiring and getting too old for it. And that's what Hugh Jackman is. Yeah. Um, and we really like this story. And yeah. I think, I think that's what makes a difference versus say Batman, Superman, where it's literally them being like, you guys aren't, aren't comics serious because you're adults, right? Like, as, as I read in yeah. one great comics lines yeah. article, DC Comics yeah. is the, uh, filmic or company equivalent of a 14 year old boy trying to buy a packet of cigarettes and pretending that's mature. Oh, that's brutal. But it's true. That's it's brutal. so true. Cause it's just it like, is, yeah, yeah, I have cigarettes. So yeah. I'm mature. And it's like, no. Whereas, you know, Logan in this case yeah. is like the old man smoking a cigar because he's like, I don't fucking care. This is like, yeah. this is what I like. All right, cool. So that was Logan. Um, yeah. yeah, just a bit of a review from us. Yeah, so yeah. We are, I'm working my way through Grendel. You're doing very well. It's a very, it's about, it's about 20, it. it's about 30 years of Grendel. To get uh, through. yeah. So it's like, I, I read like an entire volume of the omnibus in one day. And <laughs> it kind of ruined my brain, but we're, we're coming to you 
soonish with Grendel. Lots of Grendel. Um, yeah. We also did a little cool thing with the Rogues Refuge. Yeah. Friends of us. We shout out. And shout out. And there's a YouTube video. And mm. I don't know if we'll link to it, baby. I don't I just need to find out what that thing you mentioned earlier was. Oh, you'll see. Just go to the time that I mentioned. Was it the Jenga on my head? No, 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 no. no it's something quite, it's a little joke Georgia put in there. But, um, we'll oh. see. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, um, Josh. but yeah. So if you, yeah. if, if, if you've heard, you've heard, uh, Georgia on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she was last week or not last week, last episode, I should say. Um, so we'll be, that's, we've got a little thing with them. So we'll, we'll throw that up in our, um, yeah. And our links as well. But yeah, uh, we're we like have... a little mini Disney doing some cross promotion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think we both enjoyed, uh, yeah, Logan right. and, um, oh, we, enjoyed Logan. Logan we also well. enjoyed. We'll... All right. Sorry. I'm not, yeah. I'm easily distracted. That's we enjoyed fine. Logan. We enjoyed Logan. Logan was good. We'll talk to you next week about Grendel because Grendel is, well, Grendel's a different type of dark. Grendel, well, yeah, a multi-part podcast. All right. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>